Hi folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on Fat Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. I have a special treat for you here today. Today we're here with my good friend, Don Jackson Blattner, co-star of ABC's My Diet is Better Than Yours, author and creator of the Superfood Swap. We're gonna pull back the curtain and show you what happened behind the scenes of the show. You're really gonna dig this one. But first, here's an update from the finale of My Diet is Better Than Yours on ABC. My contestant, Kurt, started at 352 pounds and 52% body fat. He finished at 265 pounds and just 30% body fat. So Kurt lost an astounding 22% body fat in just 14 weeks with the wild diet, intermittent fasting, and limited exercise. Jasmine lost 53 pounds and 26% of her body weight. Kurt lost 87 pounds and about 25%. Jasmine, who focused on portion control and cardio with the superfood swap, lost 13% body fat, going down from 47% to 35%, and I couldn't be more proud of all you guys. Jasmine and Dawn, congratulations. You're both incredible people, and I've been so honored to work with you guys. So a little bit of background in case you didn't catch the show. Like The Biggest Loser, this is a weight loss competition measured by percentage of body weight lost. But as I've mentioned on this show many times before, when we're talking about health, you wanna focus on how much body fat you lose not weight. Many people try to lose weight and wind up losing muscle by over-exercising and under-eating. So always keep this in mind. Lean muscle is the most important tool you have to boost your metabolism and burn more fat. So with Kurt, due to his past surgeries and injuries to his spine and his knees, he wasn't really able to run that much. We did quick functional workouts at home like lifting water jugs to maintain his lean mass and we used a high fat low carb approach to the wild diet to lose as much fat as quickly as possible so following the wild diet kurt lost 87 pounds trimmed 10 inches off of his waist and lost 22 percent body fat in just 14 weeks kurt lost nearly double the amount of body fat of any other contestant on the show. So this is a huge win for the wild, high-fat, low-carb, and paleo communities. Even more importantly, Kurt is off all of his prescription medication and feels 20 years younger. His blood sugar and blood pressure are in the healthy range, and he is no longer obese for the first time in over 10 years. Not to mention, Kurt was able to get these results with limited exercise, just a bit of strength training to maintain lean muscle and walks outside. So I share all of this with you to hammer the message home. If you want to lose fat, focus on your diet. Focus on nutrition. If Kurt, Jasmine, Latasha, and Jeff can do it, so can you. Another huge takeaway is that Kurt is still able to enjoy eating pastured bacon, grass-fed burgers, and even our famous cheesecake to drop fat while eating outrageously good food. This ain't no ordinary diet. You really can be happy and healthy at the same time. So I went on this show to give some sort of alternative to the traditional <laughs> network television approach to weight loss, which is basically the biggest loser where you put people in a weight loss camp and you exercise them constantly, you starve them. And I want people to realize that you don't have to be hungry and miserable to lose weight. In fact, you can enjoy wonderful food. I want you to fall back in love with real food. And through that, you know, the weight loss, the fat loss, oftentimes it's just a side effect of eating the right foods. So I want you to realize that health is something that is attainable and it's all about building a healthy relationship with super high quality 
food. So you're going to enjoy this show because Don definitely shares that same message. I just want to say, though, congratulations, Kurt, your family forever, man. Now, if you want to get results with the wild diet, listen closely. You can get the exact meals Kurt ate to lose 16 pounds in the first week, 57 pounds in seven weeks, and a total of 87 pounds in just 14 weeks. After years of researching and coaching the most effective, permanent, and healthy principles behind rapid fat loss and total body recomposition, we developed the Wild Diet 30-Day Fat Loss Program. Since then, thousands of fat burners from all corners of the globe have lost 20, 50, or even more than 100 pounds using the Wild Diet Fat Loss Program. And for a limited time, you can get a discount and 30 days of meal plans to get you fit as a fiddle. In the program, you'll get the most effective method of meal and nutrient timing to best stimulate fat loss and muscle recovery, the exact recipes you need so that you can enjoy chicken parmesan, chocolate pudding, and even cheesecake while dropping fat, fat-torching workouts that take just minutes a week, the facts about how much protein you really need, 30 days of fat-burning wild diet meal plans to get you rapid results, and tons more. And if you grab the system today, you'll even get a listener discount. All you have to do is type in from any device, mobile, tablet, or computer, fatburningman.com slash 30 days. That's the number 30, D-A-Y-S. Once again, just type in fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days, and you'll get your listener discount. All right, so on to the show with Don Jackson Blattner. On today's show, you will learn what a semi-vegetarian thinks about eating meat, why you don't have to give up your favorite foods to get results, the truth about what happens behind the scenes of a reality TV show, the secret behind Jasmine and Kurt's incredible success, and much more. All right, let's go hang out with Don. All right, folks, I am very happy to be here with Don Jackson Blattner, who is a registered dietitian, the nutrition consultant for the Chicago Cubs, and the author of The Flexitarian Diet. Don also created the Superfood Swap, featured on ABC's My Diet is Better Than Yours. Don also loves pop music and has a shih tzu named Mr. Nuts. Don, I'm so happy you're here. Hey, thank you. And thanks for including Mr. Nuts in my love of pop music. Those are two <laughs> things I'm very proud of, actually. It's really important, you know? So, I think so, too. So many people, especially, we were just talking about this before we started recording, but... When you appear for 90 seconds on TV, people just don't get the whole story. So we want the whole Don here today. We want the whole story. So and I just want to say, we had a lot of fun filming this show together, right? We had a lot of time sitting in a pen together, 12-hour days. <laughs> I mean, seriously, sitting for 12-hour days and then, yeah, like you say, watching that it comes out. To be like 90 seconds on TV is pretty crazy. But I mean, I would say that at the beginning, I was not having fun. I was not <laughs> like, they were like, you guys are in a competition. <laughs> Do not talk to each other. Like, so at the beginning, I don't know if you noticed that about me, but I was sort of like keeping to myself, like just trying to get the lay of the land. Right. And um, as the weeks went on and it's just like, oh, wait a second, we're not really uh, so like, enemies I, right. you know, I started having a much more fun uh, for sure yeah and then uh one of my favorite things about all this is especially once some of the more ridiculous days were through we all went out and got tequila which is definitely a part of the superfood swap right 
Okay, it's part of the superfood swap, and now I dream of tequila shots. I mean, that was just like, that was probably some of the most fun I've had in a long time. So, yeah. So, thanks uh, for reigniting my love of uh, tequila. Anytime, Don. Yeah, exactly. Well, sometimes it's just what the doctor ordered, right? And I think a lot of people get the wrong idea. They see, you know... Don Jackson Blattner, nutrition expert. She must be perfect. She must exercise all the time. She never has a bad day, never gets sick, never drinks tequila or anything like that. What would you like to say to some of the people just to kind of like explain a little bit more about the fact that you're a real person? Well, you know, I think it could come back to when I was thinking about like my website design, right? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about like, what if I had to like have a tagline of like, what do I want people to know about me? I boiled it down to three things, real food Mm -hmm. that, you know, I really do love to eat real food, right? And real food is tequila, right? (laughs) Uh, Real food, more fun. Yeah. Like, loosen up people nutrition does not have to be a scientific fuel formula yeah. is my opinion mm-hmm. and uh no bs mm-hmm. I, you know i i don't around right it's like i say it how it is i give you both sides of it i'll let you figure it out for yourself but at the end of the day i feel like that's really me as a, just a person too yeah. it's like i'm no nonsense and i like to have a good time yeah and one of the it, biggest things wait, that... i would like to add that in a yeah. responsible way you know that about me sure. it's like i want to have a good time but i'm like also like a goody two-shoe responsible good time girl. <laughs> well, there's a big difference between, you know, having, what did we have? We had tequila with a bit of club soda with some lime. And we may have had too many of them or whatever, but it's not like we were doing keg stance. There's a exactly. difference. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we had much more elegance in our tequila <laughs> overdose. <laughs> Maybe after the first one. I don't know about the ones after that. But <laughs> let's just say one of the things that I loved about your approach to all this and, and do love about your approach is that you don't have to give up your life. You don't have to give up your favorite foods. And I think so many people get the wrong idea. They think if you want to be healthy, you need to starve yourself. You need to give up all of your favorite foods and you need to be hungry and miserable for the rest of your life. But one well, of the things you do yeah. is you help people make their favorite foods just with reasonable real food ingredients. Yeah, well, so that's always like my history is I was confused about food myself. I mm-hmm. would see like my parents in the 80s do like no fat everything, right? Yeah. And then I went to like dietitian school and it was all about grams of everything and like counting obsessively. Yeah. And I was like, all of this seems wrong. I feel like I was more confused even after school, right? Yeah. Uh, and more screwed up. And it wasn't until I started leaving the country and visiting abroad that I started seeing like, oh, people have a more like low key vibe about food right. and they like eat with enjoyment, but they eat real stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, this really seems like, you know, what I want to be about. So, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, I want to eat what I want to eat. I'm going to make it with good for you stuff. And I'm not going to feel deprived. I'm going to be a little bit looser than what I was taught like in school to be. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very fun life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think that's where nutrition is really going, right? It's opening up a little bit. The government is backtracking on a lot of the recommendations saying you need to be fearful of cholesterol and saturated fats and all of these things. Don't worry about the sugar. That's okay. Now they're starting to say, okay, yeah, sugar's bad too. But you can, you can see from where we started that things are, are getting a little bit better, I think. And especially as a nutritionist, you must be feeling that as the field is being a little bit more lax with especially the, the counting thing because that that can lead to its own problems. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I do feel like the vibe 
of the masses is getting a little bit more like adult and not so like crazy and like childish and like weird about food, but like just starting to like come into our own, you know? And, and I just think it's like, we have so many similarities, all these diets that seem so different. Mm -hmm. When you look at them at the end of the day, you know, how do you have a vegan who's eating absolutely no meat Mm -hmm. and healthy and happy? And you have people who are eating lots of meat and are happy and healthy. It's like our human body is magical and can adapt to all of these ways of eating. So let's look and see what's similar to what we're all doing Mm -hmm. because it's all so different. And the similarities are, yeah, real food, not processed junk, Mm -hmm. making your own stuff, lots and lots and lots of vegetables, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, that's really where I come at this is I come at this as like, we have a lot of similarities. Let's look at those similarities and then let's build our plans based on our own bodies and our and what we love you know so much of what i do teach clients of mine are like basics mm-hmm. right but it's also like hey wait a second listen to yourself man yeah. uh, just because something's working for me does not mean it's going to work for you right. there's going to be nuances we all have to shift around for our own personalities for our own body types you know yeah exactly and even when you, when you look at the show right if you're working with Jasmine compared to Kurt, I think there are so many differences that you can look at, right? But they both had tremendous success. And the reason for that, yes, number one, definitely food and, and some amount of movement. But more than that, I think it's their attitude. It's the, the positivity. And one of the things that you really nurtured with Jasmine throughout the whole process that I loved was that, you know, you had her focus on getting rid of the baggage, getting rid of the old Jasmine, right? And focusing on the new Jasmine who can do new different things, eat new foods, and maybe even like them. Yeah, you know what? It came very apparent to me. Again, being on the show like really showed me how I'm different than other people too, right? And so it's like the food, yeah, is a big deal. But I also, you know, I've been doing this for like 20 years Mm -hmm. and so much of what I thought I did was like science-based, right? Yeah. But it actually is more human-based, right? right? Is that I have thousands and thousands and thousands of clients I've directly worked with individually. Mm-hmm. And I see how much of it is psychological, right. right? So many of the tips and tricks and things that I do are this stealth, crazy psychology. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I guess this is, you know, I thought I was a behavior coach for a long time. Yeah. And then I saw Jay on the show and I'm like, no, like, he's more of a behavior coach, right? Mm -hmm. He's changing sheet colors and he's environmentally manipulating things. I do some of that, but at the end of the day, you know, and I do like food quality. Yeah, I do some of that. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. I tap into more of like somebody's psychology of how do you make change? And so I, you know, I really feel like I'm more of this like habit change psychology guru Mm -hmm. now after coming off the show and seeing you know how like you say the attitude is everything i have this saying abel that i love and it is magical things happen when people are excited about what they are doing yes oh my gosh it's the truth and you know i'll tell you i have played it on myself years ago i used to say oh i hate running i just love when it's over mm-hmm. i hate running i just love when it's over it's just a cheap form of exercise it's not I a do. good mantra yeah i'm not i and i would do that and man i would just blow out these runs and like joyless right and then i just changed everything one day and i was like wait a second you know magical things happen when you're excited about what you're doing what if i just woke up and said instead of i should be running because mm-hmm. that's good for me mm-hmm. i want to be doing this like i love this i love pop music and i love fresh air and i want to be doing it changing shoulds to wants is like huge and i did that with jasmine all through the show yeah always correcting a should 
to a want and excitement. And it led to, like you you said, I mean, great success when you lead with that. Yeah. It, like things that seem like they wouldn't be possible. So we had 14 weeks, right? Jasmine lost 53 pounds. Kurt lost 87 pounds. <laughs> One of the things I want to like really communicate to people is that it is possible. You can go from a place of of suffering, of morbid obesity, of sickness. You can get your your food and nutrition under control. And if you're able to enact that change in your habits, like you were just talking about, then all of a sudden you can have a brand new body. You can have a brand new life. Now Jasmine likes running, <laughs> right? Yes. And I mean, you know, and it is true that you can totally change, right? Mm -hmm. That there is a big sort of group of people, right, who are like small changes make a big difference. And, mm -hmm. and I can see that you can build success on small changes. But what this show really inspired in me, right, is that there is another way to think about it too, is mm -hmm. that uh, success is exciting. And yeah. when you start seeing major <laughs> results quickly, and there are research studies to back that, that it's not necessarily slow and steady wins the race. It's somebody who's excited and seeing results and success yeah. begets success. So it's like not being afraid of trying to be totally different, mm -hmm. you know? And um, there's a story I like to say that changed my entire life on the show that Jasmine gave to me. Yeah. And it was not on camera. Mm -hmm. And it was, we were, of course, like, you know, we were sitting in a car waiting to get filmed for hours, you know. And yeah. uh, I said, uh, hey, Jasmine, do you like pumpkin? And she goes, uh, no, wait a second. She goes, old Jasmine didn't like pumpkin, but maybe new Jasmine does. Yeah. And when she told me that, my entire life changed because I realized that you can at any moment decide that you are different mm -hmm. in the smallest ways from I don't like pumpkin to I do like pumpkin to I don't ever run a half marathon to I just ran a half marathon. Yeah. Like what? Right. Like you can eat any day you wake up, you can change the definition of yourself. And the only person holding you back is you mm -hmm. like what? New Jasmine may love pumpkin. Like that is to me, I will never forget that moment because it, it really, it was just monumental for a light bulb switch in my mind. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really to your credit because you were able to work up close and personal with her, make sure that she was letting all of that baggage go because we tell ourselves so many things. If you try to eat pumpkin and you know, you don't like it, you're not going to like it. That's just how it works, you know? But all of a sudden, if you, especially if you're retraining her taste buds at the same time, yeah. and she's uh, deciding that she has that why, she believes that she can do it, she's already gotten some results, all of a sudden it just opens up this brand new world. And what I want to help people do is just love being a health nut, right? You have to make that a part of your identity if you want to get by in this world that's often stacked against us, right? You kind of have to, you have to walk into a grocery store with your shields up because there's so much crap out there and you actually use that acronym, right? Why, why don't we just talk about that? Let's, what, so what is crap? Well, okay. So first of all, I don't feel like my family loves that I'm going around town being like, crap, 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 crap. <laughs> You're like, I think that's a dirty word. Yeah. So I'm like, no, crap. It's, I'm not using it as a word. It's an acronym, mm -hmm. C-R-A-P. 
And I just needed something catchy, of course, to remember how to read an ingredient label on a food package, right? Because I don't believe in reading any of the numbers. I really don't care. Mm -hmm. I want to know what the food is made out of. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why, right, is because you can pick up fluorescent like chips and the actual numbers on there of like, you know, the calories and the fat mm -hmm. and all that stuff look pretty fine, yeah. <laughs> actually. Right. So it's not until you get an ingredients, right? That's where the magic is. So I have people flip it over and look for CRAP. And the C stands for chemicals you wouldn't use in your own kitchen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, usually people will say it's like what you can't pronounce. Okay, fine. But it's really like, can you make a recipe out of these ingredients, yeah. out of these things that you would see in your own kitchen? So that's the C. The R is refined sugar and flour, you know, the white stuff. Mm -hmm. that Don't have that in your ingredient list. Uh, I don't care how gluten-free your damn thing is. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like if it's all white, uh, no, refined, you know, sugar and flour out. Yeah. Um, the A stands for artificial junk, right? The artificial color, artificial flavor, artificial sweetener, mm -hmm. you know, and the P is preservatives. Like, dude, if that thing can last years in the shelf, like probably not great for you. Yeah. So CRAP is what we all sort of, I feel like in the real food world are looking to not have in our ingredient list. It's just a simple way to sort of think about it. Yeah. So how does Don eat every day? Like what, what is your breakfast, lunch? What are you looking at when you're staring at the plate? Well, I'll tell you, visual, and it was cool to see you guys in the show too. Like everybody is, I have this thing called visual wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. Is that you look at your plate to see if it looks big or small and you look that it's in the right ratio. So for me, the right ratios are a lot of vegetables, right? A little bit of protein. It could be plant-based. It could be meat-based mm -hmm. and a little bit of grain. And um, for me, the grain piece of it is more for the mental satisfaction the grain piece of it, you don't really need for physical fullness, right? So you have the physical fullness from the produce and the meat. The grain piece for me is where that mental satisfaction comes in. So, um, you know, having, uh, for example, I'm a Chicagoan people. So, you know, I'm going to have pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah. So I love like sprouted thin grain pizza crust as mm -hmm. opposed to not having a crust at all. Right. So that goes to my mental satisfaction, but I'm still having a ton of vegetables mm -hmm. along with it and protein, you know, like maybe chicken sausage on there with Brussels sprouts. Yum. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so that's the visualness of eating is a big thing for me. And I also have come to find out that I am a huge bowl person. Mm -hmm. Like I love bowls. I like, I, I, I am very much into eating everything from a bowl because you can get a lot more produce that way. Right. So, yeah. You know, sandwiches and wraps are kind of not great because you can't really fill them up with as much vegetables True. as like a bowl. Yeah. So I recently invested in some awesome like low profile bowls that I love. <laughs> and so basically everything I eat, Abel, is from a bowl these days. So wow. like breakfast will be like, you know, sauteed kale with like a seven minute egg mm -hmm. and a little cheddar cheese and maybe some like cut up sprouted grain English muffin. Like, nice. So it's like more like a breakfast salad. Yeah. You know, my lunches are very much inspired by the um, like sort of Chipotle bowls. But I do like Mediterranean bowls and like Greek bowls and mm -hmm. like uh, Italian bowls. So, you know, always that visual, though, repetition of really trying to get the ratios right. Yeah. And, you know, every day I wake up and not perfect, yeah. but I at least know my home base. This is what I always tell all of my clients. It's like, dude, don't wake up and have to be perfect, mm -hmm. but at least know what you're aiming for, right? At least know yeah. the home base is three meals a day that have that visual wisdom, mm -hmm. that have those right ratios, that make you happy, right? That I'm not just sucking down food because I'm some sort of machine, but like right. I'm enjoying it. And, you know, those are the rules, man. And you don't have to follow them all the time. Just know where to go when you're feeling off track. Yeah.
So a lot of people listening to the show and, and watching this show, some of them are gluten-free, some of them are totally grain-free. You're not talking about any grains, especially not the refined variety. You're kind of picky, right? You, you like the sprouted varieties. Yes. So R in my CRAP is refined flour. Mm -hmm. And so I'm against really anytime I can get rid of anything refined, I am. Because I do believe if you're putting it in your human body, it should give you something as yeah. opposed to just taking from you, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm a big believer in like whole grains, but then taking it a step further, I'm like, well, sprouted whole grains are way better because you get yeah. more actual minerals out of them and mm -hmm. protein is more bioavailable. Okay, I love the sprouted. And then if I had to go like the next level of things, well, for satiety, wet grains are way more filling than dry grains. Yeah. So if I had a sprouted grain, whole grain cracker, it still wouldn't be as great as if we were talking about like sprouted brown rice that's been yeah. cooked in water. Yeah. So you know, sort of all those layers, like in the back of my head, I'm like, yes, I love sprouted whole grains that are made with water and are wet. But, you know, I have, uh, again, flexibility in this. That, uh, yeah. That's like even my first book. Flexitarian diet is about being a flexible vegetarian. Right. So, um, <laughs> so I've never liked hard and steadfast rules. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love that though because <clears throat> you were kind of like mostly vegetarian, but you focus now on grass-fed, pastured meats when your body is craving them. Can you talk a little bit? Well, <clears throat> number one, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> number yes. two, can, can you talk a little bit about why that's important? Well, yeah. You know, if you think about like the animal's diet is going into you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's sort of how I've always said, like you have to be conscientious about fish because their diet, right? That you're, I used to always- Poultry fish, feces, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly right? right? And so it's like one of those things where it, it's actually a multiplying factor. If there's anything that's important, mm -hmm. it's actually the quality of meat because it's not only what you're eating, but it's what they've eaten too, right? Yes. So, uh, so I really do feel like for me- it's been like sort of this natural realization that, yeah, real food can come in animal form too. Mm -hmm. And when you do it in uh, a mindful quality way, it's great. And it just, it really, even the show, I mean, I would say my diet's changed significantly since the show. <laughs> um, and really just because I'm, I'm leaning so much more into what I want to eat, right? Yeah. It's, that's my step process that I taught Jasmine mm -hmm. is it's three steps. It's number one, you cannot get away from this being your first leading question. No matter what you put in your body, you must ask, what do I want to eat? Like, yeah. What is your want? And then get that into the proper ratios, right? And then make sure that you're sort of owning it and sitting and being mindful about eating it. But, you know, I'm leaning more and more into like being real about what I want. And you know what? A girl just needs a freaking meatball here and there, right? Like, <laughs> hello, you know? So that was uh, that was fun for the show to really like lead me into that. And my superfood swap starter kit that I created it has on the cover of it me holding a uh, chicken uh, drumstick. <laughs> and my mom was like, this is the first time we've seen you in public hold a chicken drumstick. <laughs> and I was That's like, hilarious. I know, man. Times are changing, kids. Get real. <laughs> <laughs> but people are even practicing moderation with their moderation, which I love. Right? Because so much about, like, one of the biggest reasons I wrote my book is, is to show people that you can have a lot of fun with your food. You can indulge sometimes. In fact, it's important to. And when you look, especially like you said, when you travel the world and you see the way that other people eat and still experience so much health, despite the fact that they're eating way too much white rice, way too much 
bread, way too much pasta, way too much sugar sometimes, way too much everything. It's in a very different way, and it's not all the time. And there's something that's sacred that they bring to the table. And there's something that's deeply ingrained in us as humans to enjoy the meal as, as an event. And I think that's one of the things that we really saw as a difference between, you know, all of the, the trainers and, and experts on the show we were hanging out fundamentally different from the contestants who were also hanging out because I think that's one of the biggest pieces that they were missing is making food not something that is just fueling your body, not something that you use to emotionally eat when you're driving around or whatever or you're bored, but you actually turn it into a family event. So it wasn't just Jasmine, but her whole family that you got on board, right? Didn't her husband have just great results? Yeah. yeah. So when I left, he had lost over 50 pounds. The awesome. daughter, although we never focused on weight, she herself was like losing eight pounds on accident just yeah. by eating healthfully. Cool. You know, and I have systems that I do help families with because this is a very stressful thing that they've made it many times eating and, and eating together and the drama of it. So I did work with them very specifically on how to, it's called the division of labor, mm-hmm. where it's the parent's job to provide the food that's healthful and at the right times. And it's the kid's job to eat it or not eat it. Yeah. And nobody can cross that barrier. The kids should not dictate that we get mac and cheese and, you know, whatever. (laughs) And nor should the parent dictate if the child eats or doesn't eat. And when people stay in their lane, it's mealtime is absolutely no drama and quite fun. And that's what I saw happen very quickly to their family is um, they basically just started enjoying eating together Mm -hmm. and, you know, and meal prep together and doing things together. It It was very cool. I mean, I know that it works, but at the same time, it's like, it's very different when you're hanging around with someone 24 hours a day, right? Like we did to like really see that it doesn't take that long actually Mm -hmm. to start changing entire families. Yeah. And I I saw that with Kurt too. And Alicia, his his wife lost 33 plus pounds just by eating with him essentially, right? It wasn't something where she's like, I'm going to be totally dedicated to this wacky diet or anything like that. It's more just like one person, especially the the cook in the family kind of has to be on board with preparing the right foods. And once you do that, it's like health kind of comes automatically and people are surprised that it's happening when you make that shift, especially when you bump up the veggies, when you focus on getting the high quality proteins that are from healthy animals or from, you know, sprouted grains as opposed to the refined stuff but mostly you just get away from that boxed junk and almost anything you do is going to help (laughs) oh you know it's so true and i like how you say it i say that to clients too is like let health happen to you Mm -hmm. if you organize your life so that it is just accidentally happening to you you know that's it's a great thing because even on your days where you're not really feeling it and feeling Mm -hmm. like all that motivated you've got the structure and you've got the habit to carry you along on the days where you know you're just you don't have it all mentally together to be that like glowy happy health (laughs) nut you know health just can still happen to you yeah so what else did you learn from the show yeah, well, so, I, you know, the big thing about, like, your self-definition is, like, a huge thing that you can wake up and with the right attitude, right, you might start liking pumpkin. That was, like, <laughs> a big thing for me. Reinforce the idea that change doesn't have to happen slowly, that, in fact, yeah. you can do a lot of changes quickly and have a great time doing it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, overall, I think the the thing for me was what we started with talking is, like, this attitude I mean, you know, you always hear attitude is everything, attitude is everything. But I knew from the minute I saw Jasmine that she she was like raring 
to go, not just like, oh yeah, I want to be on a diet, but like, I am excited to try new things and be someone new. You said this too. Mm -hmm. And I just want to reinforce this is you have to be excited about this new definition of yourself. It's not yeah. like, oh gosh, I hate those people who do yoga and are eating kale all day. You have to want to become one of them, right? <laughs> and and we did the coolest thing. Oh my gosh. So we made her come out mm -hmm. as this health nut mm -hmm. at a Zumba class, right? So she's like, you know, tries to like stay low profile. Sure. We brought like crazy kale chips and like these crazy <laughs> uh, hibiscus like sangria and wow. like all of these like healthy recipes to this uh, Zumba class that we did. Mm -hmm. And she had to, in front of all of her peers, like be like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm about now. And like, I love this stuff. And, um, it was so cool for her to like stand in this new definition of herself in public, because that's what you have to do, right? You have to embrace this new, like kale chip loving kid in you. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a tricky, tricky thing. Cause I think it's one of the biggest things that people kind of just gloss over is that, okay, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be happy, but you might lose all of your friends and family in the process, right? Because you realize that all of a sudden you're being attacked for being part of something that, you know, food is so personal. People call it religious, right? People come after you, especially if you start to break the mold, if you start to do some of those healthy things and there's judgment from both sides, right? You get the, you get the people who are health nuts judging and, and the fitness freaks or whatever, judging anyone who's not in shape. And then on the other side, you have all the judgment coming at people who are doing yoga all the time and being super obnoxious and, and, and self-absorbed or whatever. All these stereotypes on both sides. One of the things that's so important, I think, is to kind of meet in the middle. And, and one of the coolest things that happened on the show is I think we really did because we all hung out, all the experts, all of the contestants and Pretty much everyone got awesome results because I think we were able to meet in the middle. And not, I'm not just talking about the people who are trying to lose weight, but also us. You and I learned a lot of different things about just how to make all of this work. And, the, and it's such a testament to the fact that it can work, that people can come over to the other side and be that health nut if they want to. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that I think is pretty cool is Jasmine had the aha moment of what you're talking about. And I saw it happen where she was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, what are people going to think? They're going to think I'm better than them by bringing mm -hmm. all this healthy stuff and they're going to judge me for this. And then she said, but wait a second. She goes, I also feel judged when I bring horrible for you stuff that everyone's like, oh, look at, you know, she's bringing all this crud food. Right. And she's like, wait a second. I'm judged if I bring horrible food. Right. I'm judged if I bring <laughs> healthy food. Guess what? I've got to do me, yeah. right? And so at the end of the day, if you know, like, yeah, unfortunately, like one of the, the biggest things, and um, I signed a huge contract with Jasmine at the beginning, one of the things that I really preach is like trying to be judgment-free, right? Mm -hmm. To try and just not worry about what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. Just worry about yourself. Because the more you judge others, the more that horrible judger comes back on you. Yeah. So you just really got to try and like stay like a non-comparison, non-judging person if you really want true happiness and success. So she was like, oh my gosh, everyone's judging me no matter what. I yeah. just got to do me. And uh, to have her see that like light bulb moment. And that's like, I, you know, again, I, I really don't think that I helped her lose weight and eat healthy. Like I really think like at the end of the day, I helped her tune into a right. confident, self-loving person mm -hmm. that happens to then do all of these other help, healthy, happy things. Because at the end of the day, she's just, I mean, she is such, she always was, you know, wonderful and beautiful and confident and everything, but she forgot Mm -hmm. You know, she just forgot and mm -hmm. tapped it back into that man. And um, 
there's nothing that girl can't do now. Yeah, totally. You know, well beyond like the food and the health of it. And that's, and that's, you know, what I say like, oh, I love nutrition and I love the idea of like putting healthy things in your body and taking care of this human magical thing that we have. Yeah. That is important. But at the end of the day, like for me, it really is even more about like making sure that people wake up and just really like, like themselves, like mm-hmm. their life, feel glowy, look in the mirror and see a sparkle. And you know, it's, it's like really being able to have the energy to show up. Yeah. Like how you want to show up in life, you know? And and the confidence, right? Because I know, I remember talking to Jasmine at the beginning and it seemed like she struggled to put herself, she kind of said it or explained it as putting herself first, you know, because she would put her family first and then she would be an afterthought. And that's, that's really common, right? Especially for new moms. So what were some of the things that you did to kind of show her, no, you really have to focus on your health and then everyone else benefits from that? But a lot of it was just experimental, like not mm-hmm. just saying it, but like saying, okay, let's have you eat healthy. Let's just do it. Let's watch what your daughter then does, yeah. right? So yeah. as opposed to being like, hey, you do this and she's going to be healthy and she's going to develop these habits. Let's just watch and see. And sure enough, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the role modeling thing, like we all know happens, yeah. started happening, right? And she's like, oh my gosh, like it's so powerful. Like I have to show up like the woman that I want to be in order for me to make this positive impact that I'm hoping for in my daughter. Like, so at the end of the day, what do people want their kids to be? Healthy, happy people. Mm-hmm. That is all a good parent really wants. And you have to role model that. You yourself have to be that healthy, happy person because they're not going to learn it from a book. They're not going to learn it from a teacher. They're not going to learn it from their friends. They're going to learn it from watching you. Yeah. And that's it's the scariest thing, but also the coolest thing, because guess what? The pressure's off, man. All you have to do is is do you yeah. show up authentically your happy and healthy self, and that stuff just trickles everywhere. It's it's hard to, like, hold it back, and that's like you said, like, you know, Kurt's wife just got spewed all over this happy and healthiness that <laughs> yeah. Kurt was having, and she just accidentally, through this osmosis and spewing, right, loses 33 pounds and feels healthier and happier. And so, you know, I think Jasmine just got to see that it it all begins at ground zero, right? Right. It all begins with you and your healthy and happy attitude and habits. And it's, it trickles down. You're a a role model, whether you like it or not to somebody (laughs) in your life, you definitely are. So you have to be on your best behavior. It's true. And I mean, you probably see this too. Like I look around even in my past history of like college roommates and stuff. It's like, I never set out to be this like you know, stand in a pulpit and like preach about things. I just do me, right? I was just like, this is what I like to eat. This is how I like to live. And started looking around and like, man, even in the past, like roommates of mine have gotten healthier just by like hanging around the energy of someone who's just really, you know, trying to enjoy food and trying to enjoy life and trying to put a good energy into me, right? It's like as selfish as that is. And then it trickles into being so not selfish, right? It's like the more you take care of yourself, the more it helps the people around you in the world. Yeah. So let's shift gears for a little bit because one of the coolest conversations that we've had a few times is about how your, your life and perspective on your career has changed after the show, basically getting out of your comfort zone. We have a lot of people who, you know, are nutritionists listening. We have doctors, we have people in, in so many different fields, trainers who are interested in health. And a lot of times you get locked into this one thing, you do it forever and you desperately want to go on that adventure. And I think you've really expanded your idea of what's possible. Haven't you? 
Oh my gosh. Well, here's the thing. All right. My life changed the minute I decided to hire a big time lawyer and sign a contract to do a reality television show. <laughs> like, come on. Like that is, I play it safe. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a real by the book kind of person. Right. Mm -hmm. So that day where I signed that and I thought, man, that reality show can portray me any way I could possibly, this could be career suicide for me. Sure. And I said, you know what? At the end of the day, like I want to go try and stand in my message. Like I want to see how strong can I be mm -hmm. in my beliefs, in my attitude, and just let's go see if you can hang, right? Mm -hmm. So it was life-changing, not even so much just the experience, but just having the the brave moment of signing that contract changed everything for me. Yeah. And then, yeah, being on the show and like really, you know, and I mentioned this to you, just even see you role modeling, like having beliefs and knowing that not everyone is going to believe them and mm -hmm. sort of feeling like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm under attack a little bit. Oh my yeah. gosh. And how you can stand in it and just be like, wait a second, well, you know, I'm not hurting anyone. This is like a belief that I have mm -hmm. and like to each his own and cool. So I feel like I've gotten stronger in my message and my message being more about like, you know, the real food, more fun. Like it doesn't have to be gram counting because people want me to be that, right? They're like, right, you're a registered course. dietitian nutritionist. You are a science-based <laughs> individual. How many grams of protein will I need for recovery after a workout? I'm right. like, dude, let's feel into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, you know, so I've been able to, through this show, uh, more just feel like I do have a process in how I work with people yeah. and I stand behind it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a cool, it's a cool experience because you're on a big stage trying to do it. And, mm -hmm. um, and I do think I learned also like, you know, talking to you about like living, I never knew about myself that I was really just working to build more money to mm -hmm. get a bigger house, mm -hmm. to save more money, to get a bigger house, to save more money, to get a bigger house. I didn't know that was like in the back of my head, sure. but it, it was. And now I'm like, wait a second. I, I have a big philosophy of like, don't work for outcomes, work for having joy in the process. Like yeah. I say that every day I'm at work. I'm like, if you are not enjoying this little tiny part of your job, you need to get rid of it because it's not just about having another book, being on another TV show, mm -hmm. like doing all these outcomes. It's about today, whatever day of the week, like, are you having fun this minute? And I'm like, whoa, I don't live like that necessarily in like my house, in my environment. Yeah. I think if I could have anything, if I could create any, create anything, what would that be, right? It'd be like living in the West Loop in Chicago where the hip kids are and like living in a condo and like three months out of the year when it's miserable weather, I'd be like hanging out in Arizona. Yeah. It's like, wait a second, why am I not doing that? I can create any life that I want to create. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the show and, you know, just hanging around with people who do live in RVs um, <laughs> for a year, uh, yeah. guilty, right? Uh, I just, I, I also opened up my mind to, you know, even those types of details of like, sure. you really, it's not just business. Cause I've always said that to myself in business. I said, you know, if you could create anything, what would it be? And now I'm trying to live like that, even on a more personal level. And so, yeah, I've called a realtor. Our house is up for sale soon and uh, looking at condos. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really I'm excited about what the show has done for me personally. Too. You should be. That's so freaking cool. And yeah, for me, too. It's like you sign that contract and you're like, wait a second, what just happened? And then you're there and you're filming. And <laughs> you brought up something awesome when we were like sitting in a pen together, as usual, on one of those filming days. And it wasn't until you saw those numbers go up on that screen you're just like 
wait a second, we're on a reality show right now. <laughs> You're so right. I hit Jasmine in her side. I go, Jasmine, we're on a reality show right now. Do you get that? And, and I'm like, I remember like, you know, I don't really watch all that much in terms of reality shows, but enough to know like what it looks like on the other side, like oh my God, so different. on your couch watching the numbers somebody get on the scale. And I'm like, wait a second, we're the ones getting on the scale. This yeah. is crazy. I can't believe this. Yeah. So it's surreal, right? It's the weirdest thing. And there are so many behind the scenes things that, that people would never imagine. Like, for example, the finale. Can you help explain how freaking cold we were for like 12 hours straight? No, I actually am still, I do have post-traumatic stress syndrome from how cold we were. No, I'm serious. Like the minute I'm even just a little bit cold now, yeah. I start having like a, a traumatic event. Like I'm like, I can't be cold. Like I'm freaking out because it was like 12 hours of like straight frigidness and like no clothes on. I right. feel like we had like nothing. And I just even can't believe how cold it was for them to run a half marathon. And yeah. then even afterwards, like, I don't even think, did they even get water or get to sit down or like anything? I was like, wait, I think they just ran like a, ha a half marathon and we're just like making them like stand around for 30 more hours. <laughs> it was really crazy. But yeah, physically, I think I pushed myself to limits on that show that I didn't even know I could be that cold for that long and survive. Yeah. And so if you guys are watching the finale, you might not notice this, but all of our <laughs> teeth are chattering. It's blue. We're like spitting out words because we've lost voluntary control over our, our bodily functions. It was It's so funny because like when you're filming or whatever, and this would happen all the time, it's like you're dressed for TV. And you obviously, you can't see what temperature it is, but oftentimes it's way too cold. And we're just standing there saying really stupid things a lot of times because we're so uncomfortable. But I think it well, all worked out. Yes. Well, and, you know, and some of that was like very long days, not a lot of food, not mm -hmm. a lot of sleep. Like, yes, cold, super cold. And you're like, well, now I see how people can kind of go crazy on these shows because they don't. They, it's not like they're these well-rested, like well-thought-out mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we're, we're coming up on time, but I'd love for you to share just one thing that someone who's listening today could do to upgrade their life, get their health into their own hands. Yeah, I'll tell you, I think it's the attitude shift we've talked about. And mm -hmm. I just want to punctuate it again, is that magical things happen when people are excited about what they do. Yeah. And I saw that with Jasmine. I see it with myself. It is just such the truth that if you can wake up and not should yourself to death, right? Should all over yourself like, oh God, today's the day I really should yeah. exercise. Today's the really the day I should go grocery shopping and say, you know what? Who do I want to be today? Like, man, you know, like I do want to suck up my fridge. I do want to go try and jog. Like, if you can really have that excitement, that's this where the sticking power is, right? That's yeah. where the magic actually happens. Awesome. Well, Don, you're freaking awesome. Please tell everyone what you're working on next and where they can find you. Yeah, so I'm doing uh, a lot on my website now, trying to own a lot of my own content. Yes. And so my name, DawnJacksonBlattner.com, <laughs> is my website. Mm -hmm. And I have new services I'm offering, a new starter kit that I'm working on. I'm just, I'm really excited to have that as my space because I'm so used to doing work for magazines and television shows and everything. Mm -hmm. And I give them all my content. And now I'm like, no, DawnJacksonBlattner.com. Girl, you're going to get the content first. So um, so that's that's the place to be. You are speaking my language. Don, I love your work. Congratulations on all of your success. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me on your show, April. Before you go, don't forget to grab your listener discount on our 30-day 
fat loss plan. In this plan, we share 30 days of mouth-watering wild diet meal plans that are designed to help you drop fat with real food. The meal plans are paleo friendly, easy to make, and literally the meals that my wife Allison and I eat just about every day and night to stay lean, fit, and happy. In the program, you'll get the most effective method of meal and nutrient timing to best stimulate fat loss and muscle recovery, the truth about how much protein you really need for your body type, 30 days of specific healthy fat-burning meal plans as a done-for-you nutrition strategy, and tons more. If you check it out today, you'll even get a listener discount. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days. That's the number 30, D-A-Y-S. Once again, that's fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fat Burning Man. If you liked it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, the podcast app, or wherever else you might be listening to or watching this show. Got a second? please leave me a quick review on iTunes. I always love hearing from you. And if you think someone else might like and benefit from this free show, please take a second to share it with a friend or with a family member. You can get in touch with me on Twitter at FatBurnMan and Facebook by typing in Abel James or FatBurningMan. Drop me a line anytime. Did you know that I've recorded over 150 episodes of Fat Burning Man, winning four awards in independent media and hitting number one in more than eight countries? And here's some more good news. You can download and listen to every single episode for free. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com. I'll give you a second to type it in, fatburningman.com. And you'll get all the show notes in video and audio versions for all the past episodes of Fat Burning Man. Better yet, enter your best email at fatburningman.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I'll even send you a quick start guide to start burning fat right now and a few of our ridiculously tasty recipes as a special thanks for signing up. Once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now, enter your best email to get your free fat burning download straight to your inbox and make sure that you never miss a show again. This is Abel James signing off. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week.